Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time once again for Tales from 2 a.m. My name is Brian Anthony Davis, the podcast producer here at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And alongside with me is a peek into the future, what I'm going to look like 30 years from now. Well, actually, let's say 25 years from now, because dad's only 24 years older than me. My father, William Leonard Davis. Dad, how are you today? I'm pretty good. How about you, Brian? Really good. So, hey, once again, it's Father's Day week. If you have not had a chance to check out all the other shows on the audio platform called Dads, Their Kids, and The Steelers, well, what we need you to do is check that out because it's it's a lot of fun. It, it really is. Look, there's so much going on in Steeler Nation. You are going to hear it all week long, every single week, whether it be Let's Ride, whether it be the Scobro Show, the Stat Geek, whether it be the Live Mike, the Steelers Hangover. We're going to have so many shows. The Curtain Call, Matty Peverell's show, Touchdown Under, um, Matty Peverell and, and Mark Davison, but Matty Peverell's solo show, too, called The Cap Room. So it's... Uh, something you're going to get all kinds of Steeler stuff. So dad, I want to tell you this. We had one, one viewer last week said, what's the deal with all these father's day shows, all this family stuff. And we had the uh, father of uh, number 56 for the Steelers. um, Alex Highsmith. We had his dad, Sam Highsmith on the show on Tuesday on the Scobro show. So a lot of people were, I mean, there a lot of people loved it and we love that you love it. Hey, this might not be for you. You might want straight Steeler news, and we get it. And I appreciate somebody saying that. But as long as you're checking us out, we appreciate it. Um, on Touchdown Under, Dad, I got to tell you this. 
So on the on the Australian show yesterday, somebody went in the live chat and they said uh, they said the worst show is Tales from Two AM. It's boring. I hate it. I hate bad show. And you know what that said to me? That said to me this: We've got another fan. We've got somebody listening. So. We have 11 podcasters here, and if I'm your least favorite podcaster, I'm fine with that because as long as you're checking us out on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, that's all that matters. So with everything going on this week in Steeler Nation with mandatory minicamp, we've talked about that all week. We can continue to talk about that. If you do have questions, feel free. But we're going to talk about Father's Day and just family and the Steelers. Now, we talked a little bit about last week about bleeding black and gold and what it means to do that. But what I wanted to do is I just wanted to talk about my Steeler fandom and how it all came about. And it all came first with my dad over here. Dad, let me ask you this. When was our first game together? Do you remember? No, but it was probably uh, when you were about seven or eight, 79, 80 series. It was actually 82. It was December 5th of 82. You brought it home for my, for what was my 11th birthday and my birthday being on December 3rd. So we got to go to the Kansas City Chiefs and the Pittsburgh Steelers got to see Bradshaw throw a bomb, Harris score a touchdown, Donnie Show make an interception. Uh, we got to see Lambert and Webster and all those guys play. And it was great. And I remember just being in awe and something happened on the way home. Do you even remember that? No, but you've reminded me a couple of times. <laughs> so but, there was a car in a ditch and you pulled it out. And and while well, I sat in the car after watching my heroes in black and gold play, and I got to see you do that. And I thought it was it was pretty neat that you stopped and helped actually help pull the car out. I know we had a uh, a blazer, a Chevy blazer at the time, and I, I know you helped him out with that. Um, but so that that's something that just remains in my memory. So I'm going to try to jog your memory. It's uh, it's not as good as mine. <laughs> so let, let, let me ask you this. You took me to about three or four Steeler games. And Steeler games were hard to come by in the 80s and sure in, in the early 90s. And then I, I became able to take you to games. And one game in particular I know is going to stand out. And I want you to talk about that. And it's November 22nd of 1992. Do you remember that day? Oh, yeah. I, what was great about that is we had uh, you work for uh, the uh, ABC uh, affiliate in Johnstown. And uh, you were going to uh, uh, film a game and uh, you took me along and you took the company car and people were waving at us. It was just a neat experience. Then we went in and got our tickets and went to the press box, ate like everything that there was to eat. There was so much food there. Well, they had a great buffet oh. for the press before the game. It was awesome. It sure was. And then I got to sit up in the press box and, what, was I there with you? No, you were down on the field. I got banished to the field. <laughs> Great seats, though, for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and the guy comes up to me. I'm sitting at, at one of the tables, and uh, there was a guy from uh, the Pittsburgh area. 
who was a, a reporter and uh, the guy came up and says, you, are you a reporter? Are you, are you going to report the game? And I said, yeah. He says, well, where's your pad and pencil? And uh, the guy beside me says, he has a pad and pencil, and he handed it to me. So I started uh, writing down every play, and we got to the end of the first quarter. And lo and behold, someone starts announcing every play that was done and I had done all that work for nothing. They so. gave you, they gave you a handout. They had yeah. all I mean, what they give to the press is actually really cool. So you didn't need a, a pen and pencil in the first place, so, uh, a pad. So it, it was just great. And then half time there was hot dogs and chips and burgers and food. That, that was just to hold you over. <laughs> and, and I didn't get any of that on no. the field. They, they gave us this little, box lunch which was fine because i i love being on the field i was actually in the pirates locker room yeah it might have been the visiting locker room but the one thing you didn't do is because they don't let you do this how hard was it not to cheer because they don't let you cheer in the press box oh it, it wasn't hard for me because i always pay attention to what's going on so uh the cheering aspect what wasn't a problem for me uh but watching you down there, and, and I'm watching, and you got run over by a player. I don't even remember who it was. Dwight Stone. <laughs> and I've talked to Dwight Stone since, and he even wrote on my 8 by 10 I'm sorry I almost hit you on the end zone. He, when I told him what happened, he was devastated. And I'm like, first of all, Dwight, we were probably the same size at that time. Because um, Dwight was a, a small guy. And Dwight Stone's an amazing man. He uh, retired from the NFL and went back to Charlotte and was on the police force for many a year and just retired about a year ago. Um, I'd love to get him on the show. I talked to him about getting him on the show. Uh, maybe that'll happen someday. But he, I ran away, Dad. I could have I taken the hit, but I was also wearing – I wasn't wearing black and gold because I was wearing uh, my fraternity jacket. And all my fraternity brothers were watching the game. And I knew that if I got run over wearing that jacket, that I would never, I would never live it down. <laughs> but I recently, I recently uh, found a clip. I, I was watching the old game on McMillan and wife, and I was able to uh, see the play. So I'll see if I can pull it up. It's not as, uh, it's not as egregious as I remember, but I did, <laughs> I did run away. But one of my, you always told me never to have regrets. And so I don't have regrets, but one thing that I do regret is that I didn't just absorb and take the hit. I think that would have been more manly. Would have that been dumb or, or would have you yelled at me if I took the hit instead of running away? Oh no, I would either way. It would have been fine with me, but uh, you know, when you think about uh uh, getting injured uh, when you could avoid it, I would have said, you know, running away wasn't such a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I still should have taken the hit, but I knew you would say that. So, Dad, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring something up that I don't know if you even remember, and and I'm gonna jog your memory here. Do you remember when you were mistaken for a part of the uh, 1979 Steelers? Oh, yeah, that was in Disney World. 
Uh, hey, before you tell the story, how tall were you back then? And um, I was six foot, probably about two forty. Uh, yeah, two thirty, two forty. And so those guys, you, you got to understand, that was kind of normal. Yeah, for players back then. And so why were you okay? So why were you mistaken for a part of the Steelers? Well, first of all, I had a Steeler watch on. Uh, and it was not just a Steeler watch. It was like Super Bowl champions. Yeah, and- there was four uh, Super Bowl uh, champion uh, things on there. And the the people who thought I was uh, a Steeler uh, were from Detroit. And a little boy and a mother uh, looked like a, a mother who was raising the son by herself. And uh, I actually sent them a, a, a Pittsburgh Pirate hat. Yeah, they were Pittsburgh fans. Because, yeah. well, you got to think. We were there in 1980, and the Pirates had just won the championship in 79, and the Steelers. Okay, no, this was actually – we were there in December of 80, so this was uh, – this would have been a year, year late, after, a yeah. year after. So the Pirates uh, the Pirates had won the year before, but so they were big Pittsburgh fans, and you did set them straight saying, oh, no, you're not oh, a no, Steeler. Absolutely not. No, I – that's one thing I've never done. I never misre- misrepresent myself. Uh, if I did it, I'll tell you. If I didn't, you're not going to ever know that I did it because I don't don't misrepresent. What was your earliest Steeler memory, and when did you realize you were a Steelers fan, and how did you get into them? Well, I remember liking the Los Angeles Rams. And I remember standing on uh, our porch in Johnstown and my dad was there and he says, why would you like the Los Angeles Rams? Well, I like the horns and the colors and and all that. And uh, it didn't have uh, a lot to do with the football. It was image. And, uh, after that, I started uh, thinking about, well, maybe I should be, you know, cheering for the hometown team. And it, it comes natural after that. You know, that's funny because we had Sam Highsmith on the Scobro show and he grew up as a Rams fan, too. And he was talking about how he he liked the Steelers a lot as well. But when they were playing because they beat the Cowboys. But when they played in Super Bowl 14 against the Rams, that. You know, he had a root for the Rams, but he really respected the Steelers. So that's really interesting. Um, let me ask you this, Dad. You went to a Super Bowl, and I'm not going to tell the Terry Bradshaw story. I'm not going to tell the story about about uh, you taking mom instead of me and Terry, uh, you know, giving me the business for it, which just happened a couple of years ago. That was pretty awesome, though. It the reason was. I'm not going to tell that story, they've heard it a million times. <laughs> they could uh, live chat. Tell me this. You could write it in there. You could probably tell my stories now at this point. And so I'm going to try to come up with some new stuff. But I want to talk about the plane ride. Mom wanted you to dress differently. Well, we had a business at that time. And uh, uh, she always, when we went on business trips, she wanted me to look the the business type. It it was completely different uh, wardrobe at that time. Uh, you don't see a lot of suits now, but uh, it, it was commonplace. But when we 
were getting ready to go, she said, I'd like you to wear a suit on the plane. I says, I don't have a problem with that. But the first thing that you're going to see when we get to the airport is a guy with a steeler uh, helmet, uh, a hard hat, with a uh, propeller on the uh, top. And she laughed and giggled. And we got there at 6 o'clock in the morning. They were getting ready to go. And this was the Friday. This was the Friday before the Super Bowl, right? And uh, the first thing we saw was uh, a guy with a hard hat with three uh, Iron City beer cans uh, glued to the top of it. And I said, "What did I tell you?" And but I didn't have a problem with that. The problem with the suit is the uh, plane was. Uh, uh, LA based airplane and there was 450 people on the aircraft 300 of them were Steeler fans is that a double decker no it was wow an, that's a no, huge plane but there was uh two seats on each side and seven or eight in the middle oh okay it was right. an L1011 and I don't know that they even fly them anymore I've never heard of an L1011 well See, see what you learn on Tales from Two AM, <laughs> and I don't, I don't stay up that late anymore. <laughs> but anyway, we were uh, sitting there, and they started playing the Steeler fight song, and people were just the whole flight were running around in circles on the airplane, and uh, a guy that had a. a bow tie on that was about three foot wide it's a defense and i mean the whole thing it, it was just something that, that looked like came out of central casting because it you wouldn't think that all that actually happened uh that it did but people thought i didn't think i was uh, a part of it because i was wearing this suit uh they thought i was uh, an la person because People were coming back home, uh, you know, from business trips. Uh, it, it was very interesting. Dad, I, I got to show you here. I don't know if you're able to read on the right side. Um, we've got a lot of people saying Happy Father's Day to you and welcoming you to the show. So that's awesome. I really appreciate yeah. it. We've got a super chat. Do you know what a super chat is? No, I don't. All right, that's when they uh, they pay us money. Oh, to uh, no, you don't get any. <laughs> <laughs> okay youtube takes half of it but they <laughs> they they uh they pay to get to the top of the queue and it's it's very uh it's something special when they do that and if i do miss a super chat ever i do apologize especially to snowman who i've, I've missed it i may have missed a super chat so snowman you get a freebie today if you're on there but mark davison is from australia he is one of our guys on touchdown under um, on the Australian show. I don't know if you've ever had a chance to listen to it, but I have. You, you have. So, you know, uh, Matt Peverell and Mark Davison, and they did Father's Day shows this week. You'll have to check those out on our audio platform. So, Mark asks, Good day, Mr. Davis. Can't sleep down under. Happy Father's Day. Who is your favorite Steelers player? And does it rhyme with Horton Cherry? Just kidding. <laughs> Enjoy the show. So, man, he's trying to pump up his Australian punter, Jordan Berry, Dad. Uh, well, no, uh, I have I have a few favorites, uh, 
and I'll mention a couple of them. First of all, Terry Bradshaw, uh, Franco Harris, which was interesting is uh, Franco Harris played for uh, Penn State. And in those days when he was playing, uh, the uh, you didn't see them on television. So I had no idea what Franco Harris looked like. And I thought he was Irish. <laughs> oh, Harris. Oh, Harris. <laughs> Franco Harris. <laughs> so uh, that, that's interesting. And, and one of the knocks on Franco Harris, and I, I think it was unfortunate that people would, if uh, Franco didn't think that he could make another two yards, he'd step out of bounds. And of course, we all know that that lengthened his career. Uh, why take a hit when, uh, you know, it, it's not going to be beneficial. Now, there are running backs that uh, will take the hit and make five or six yards, but uh, uh, you don't see them playing eight, 10 years, 12 years uh, as a running back. So let me ask you this. We talked about, and I know I could name 10, 12 other Steelers, and you'll tell me how much how much you love them, um, because I do too. But, but you know what? Let, let me bring up one. Do you remember the first Steelers autograph signing you ever took me to? It was at Glosser's brother, Glosser Brothers in Johnstown. On the second floor, I believe. On the second floor. Yeah. And it was 1980. And that line wrapped all the way down the escalator, all around to see this man. And who was it? I thought I think it was Elsie Greenwood. It was. It was Elsie Greenwood. And and the funny thing about that was he saw that watch that I we were talking about that uh, I wore to uh, Disney World, and wanted to know where I got it <laughs> because he had never seen anything like that. That's that's awesome. I I forgot about that part. That's yeah. that's great. Um, do you? Well, do you know who my favorite Steeler of all time is? No, I actually don't. I don't have one no. because I can't. It's it's like picking which which one of your kids you like more. Yeah. Well, I, I do that. I mean, I have one that I like more than the other, <laughs> just like you do. Um, which, and and which neither is, one of you know for sure which one it is. <laughs> exactly. Now, uh, blessings to my uh, my sister Lisa out there too. Um, yeah, she's. I'm not his favorite. Don't worry about that. Um, but so let, let's talk about this. Your current favorite Steeler. Ooh. Uh, it has to be Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, he's had uh, some, he's had a storied career. Uh, and he, he's had his uh, share of uh, uh, problems. But I I had met him and he's, he's very humble. Uh I don't know whether people think he's cocky or not, but let's face it. When he came in uh, and, and took over and won a Super Bowl in his first season, and he does have two, uh, he is the rock around that uh, that offense. And, uh, and he's definitely in command of the, the game. Uh, that's what I feel. I, I could be all wet on that, but uh, 
I think that is important. One one person I do want to mention uh, is uh, Frenchie Fuqua, <laughs> the Frenchman. Uh, this guy, if, if some of you younger people don't know, uh, was quite the dresser. You younger people? Younger, yeah. <laughs> you sound like an old man. Oh, I am. You kids, get off my lawn! <laughs> Uh, but Frenchy, I, think, I think I'm an older man than you, actually. Uh, actually, Frenchie had a pair of shoes that uh, had high heels, and uh, they were like a, a block style. And he had uh, goldfish in the heels. They were uh, clear, and you could see them. And uh, he was, along with being a very good uh, uh, football player, he was a fashion plate. So that was very interesting. So, you know what? This is really funny because you remember that he called you on the phone, right? Oh, yeah. So I was in an autograph signing with him and I had to drive him to the airport. Not had to. I, I got the honor. to. He was such a great guy. So he uh, he had talked about Mike Collier, who is uh, lives here in Hagerstown, where, where I live. And he... Uh, I, I told him about it, that he was here. And he said, man, I haven't talked to him in 30 years. And so I was able to get those two guys together. So I met him at another autograph signing and I took him, I took him the autograph, excuse me, not the autograph, the uh, sports illustrator that had Joe green on the front, but in our article, it had pictures of Frenchie and his wardrobe. In yeah. it. And he still has those. He still has those. Um, Steeler fan 36 says this. Najee Harris is his new favorite. What are your thoughts on Najee? Because I know you and Noah, your your grandson, my nephew, my godson, you're uh, you're huge fans of that pick, weren't you? Well, yeah, I, I was, but uh, I kind of I'm waiting for uh, validation because uh, I'm not going to jump on a bandwagon uh, just yet. I'm hoping that uh, uh, he will be what he's said that he's going to be but uh i don't know there the claypool what he showed in the last uh a couple of years uh i i hope this guy can uh, come along and and be another spark i i think they're going to be good together i think that's going to be a really good offense and we're going to talk about that um we're going to take a break but before we do that i want to bring back steeler fan 36 Tales from 2 a.m. needs to have your dad every week. <laughs> that would improve the show, wouldn't it, uh, uh, Steeler Fan 36? I, I appreciate that. So I'm going to let you guys vote. Who should do the show every week? Should it be bad or dad? So <laughs> I will let you guys decide. And it's, it's funny, Dad, I got to tell you this, and I know it's not you because I've got a guy that comments on YouTube all the time so positively about me, and it makes me feel really good. And it's another Bill Davis. Oh. But it's not you, because I know you have your icon next to it. I know you can't work YouTube, so I, <laughs> I, I know that that's not you, is it? No. So we've got another fan, not a fan, another one of our uh, our live chat uh, mates here at BTSC, part of our BTSC family. What so. is YouTube, by the way? <laughs> what is YouTube? It's... Uh, I, I actually know what it is, but uh, uh, to get on it and uh, operate with it, uh, th that wouldn't be me. So before we go to break, 
I used to have a nickname for you. And uh, it coincided with a little bit with one of the Steelers. Do you remember what that was? No. no. Well, this started in 1992 when Bill Clinton was running for president. I started calling you Slick Willie. Yeah. Um, for William William Davis. But then I changed it to Fast Willie. Yeah, Bully Parker. Is, uh, there you go. Um, that they're, they're saying you have better stories. So I guess every week... You report to me. You got to do the show now. So uh, okay, we'll get, we'll get the equipment in here. I do have a lot of stories. <laughs> uh, so uh, we get another super chat from uh, Dave Shipley. Uh, Dave, uh, one of the uh, the greats in our family here in the live chat. Dave's taken me to a game. Really? Yeah. He's uh, next time they play in Jacksonville. Cool. And how about that? And he's he's sending me something in the mail to a, a great friend of the show. So uh, you might have to have, you might have to pick now between uh, me and uh, Fast Willie here, Dave. But uh, five dollars and says a yes, bad and dad plus B and C. Sorry, we had some technical difficulties there, and guess what? I can. Uh, so you guys can vote in the live chat um, who gets to go to the game with uh, with Dave next time they play in Jacksonville. But we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and what we're gonna do. Oh, Bad and Connor. That's what the BC was. Uh, and uh, we're going to have to bring Connor out here, too. And uh, towards the end, we'll go ahead and do that. But let's take a break. If you're on YouTube or, or Facebook, just stick around. Download number two if you're on any of our audio uh, platforms. Um, Dad, tell them to, we'll be right back. Yeah, we'll be right back on BTSC Radio. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.